Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and Halloween! Yay! I'm Alicia Herter. I'm Halloween Tara. How's that different than normal Tara, though? Well, it's Halloween Tara 364 days of the year, and then there's birthday Tara. Oh, shit! She's a little <laughs> slutty. Next level. <laughs> she goes into the bathroom and tells everyone how pretty they look. This is her favorite it's thing. wild. I'm your best friend everyone everyone and i'm just sitting at the table like drinking my six cocktail like scowling <laughs> and like okay she says she's everyone's best friend but like no one else is going to take her home that's true and that's friendship Ta-da! Ta-da! Secret. <laughs> on today's episode Possession. that's really spooky <laughs> which is in the news and a halloween spell for prosperity you knew that we were doing this today. i forgot <laughs> When you just write that one word, it's like, oh, shit. Clutching my pearls. Oh, my pearls. My, and my purse. purse. My, my pur- I'm going to get mugged <laughs> by the devil. <laughs> Who knows? We're about to learn a lot. So we'll see. And, oh my god, one, happy Scorpio season, bitch. Oh my god, happy birthday, bitch. Congratulations, yes, birthday queen. There she is. Tomorrow, cannot wait. But will you tell us what the lovely people at Apple Podcast have to say about our lovely podcast? Yeah, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I forgot. This is from Dustin Roberts. Hell yeah, Dustin Roberts putting our name on there. Wait, it's just like it's Dustin Roberts, Las Vegas. (laughs) One, one, two, three, four. That is not a Las Vegas. Six, one, six. Zip code. Eight, nine. (laughs) Anyway, so they say not only funny, but also informative. Is that the whole thing? No, I have more. Oh, no, I loved it. I was like, (laughs) really, these people with their one-liners? Like, yes. Alicia and Tara built such a wonderful place in each episode, and I'm super appreciative that they, along with their whole productive team, including you, Marcel, Mallory, and Kevin, Kevin, (laughs) have taken the time to create this and put it out into the world for the rest of us to enjoy. Again, thank you all and anyone interested in some easy listening about witchcraft and related topics, witchcraft and adjacent, witchcraft and anything I feel like fucking talking about this (laughs) witchcraft at all. As well as a spell each week and some funky news, which, yes, is perfect for you. Funky news. Funky news is the best way you could describe which is in the news. It's erratic. It makes no (laughs) sense. I would have been fired as a news anchor years ago. Well, I feel like you got to talk about Bette Midler more than any other news anchor in the world, probably. That's not true. Didn't she say some fucked up shit back like a few years ago? Oh, hold on. Midler. Scandal. Most controversial moments. There's more than one. We'll uh, get to this I mean, later. she's old. She is, yeah. She's an older lady. That's a lot of time in your life to oh, make controversy. There's some racist things in here. <laughs> you, the, the amount of shock on your face. I was thinking, you know. She says, said she didn't like Skittles one day. Yeah, <laughs> like, it says something like politically 
you know, charged. Like a Dixie chick or a chick's moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Not this. Anyway, hello. Cut her out of all past episodes. <laughs> Slash it. Hello. We are coming down to our final days for the October fundraiser. So close. This year, our fundraiser is for Black Girls Code. Black Girls Code wants to educate young black girls to become computer wizards and future innovators in the STEM field. Black Girls Code is an amazing charity, and they want to train 1 million girls by 2040. 20 years away, training 1 million girls in computers and STEM. That's so cool. How are they going to find all these girls? Guess what? They're already here. They're everywhere. There are millions and millions of black girls, and they're here with their computers. I love a place that has goals. (laughs) Love it. Donate to Black Girls Code any amount you'd like. Take a screenshot of your donation and send it to us via Facebook Messenger on our Instagram at WitchYes or by email at WitchYesPodcast at gmail.com. At the end of the month, we will randomly choose three baby witches to receive a tarot reading from me and Tara. We're going to be there. Donate $2, get two chances to win. Donate $500, get 500 chances to win. And it's for the children. You guys, there's children. And they just want to learn. Honestly, that's all I wanted as a kid. To learn? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have to tell you this. This is going to break your heart. Oh, no. In fucking third grade, which there was no fucking in third grade, just fucking third grade. It's like third grade exclamation point. So I really loved animals. Yes. And we had like those huge textbooks, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was third grade. It was like third or fourth, maybe. And so I would get the biology textbook out. And I would like skim through it as you do. And then I would see things about animals. So I would read ahead. And then another kid made fun of me for reading ahead. And so I never did it again. You, isn't that crazy? I was reading about fucking cheetahs and I loved it. Oh my God. And then I got made fun of. So I stopped like reading ahead and like pursuing that interest in this textbook and you know what the kicker is what we never went over it you this was it was one of those chapters that you just skip past and i was like i just wanted to read about like the wild animals and the safari oh my god i knew this story would break you i am actually in pieces that is such a pure and beautiful thing to want thank you and a child saw the light in you that had been taken out of them Mm -hmm. and they were like i will steal your fire little Mm -hmm. light of mine you're not gonna shine any longer i never read it again i gave up on books who is this kid i don't remember i'll fucking find him (laughs) it might have been a girl i'll fucking find m m find him (laughs) i'm a find m so oh that's my, my story. God. So, I mean, teach the children. They want to learn. Okay. Anyway, I hope you guys have donated to this fundraiser or else I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We had our two-year anniversary hangout. Oh, my God. It was so fun. It was so much fun. I love Hocus Pocus. Yeah. We know this. but And everyone knows this. Who was there. It was so much fun. It was so fun talking the chat with everyone. And, and I love the drinks that Mallory made for us. Yes. That was super cute. Amazing drink recipes. So thank you so, so much to everyone who came out to our streaming of Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. And it was really special. I love you, everyone. <laughs> anyway, so special. 
This is, I'm having a really emotional day. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. How are you? I am great. I am early voting. Oh, I yes. hope everyone else votes. The election is on Tuesday, November 3rd. Please early vote. It's going to be long lines if you wait for the day. Mm-hmm. But if you can't early vote, just vote. Just do it. Just go. Just suck it up and do it. Do it for the selfie. Do it for the selfie. For do the it for sticker. the sticker. Oh my yes. God. Same thought. Same thought. I got really upset once in LA when I voted and I didn't get a sticker. And I was like, what was the point of me even being here? <laughs> Hillary Clinton is clearly going to win the election. <laughs> that might have been when I didn't get the sticker. It was <laughs> foreshadowing of like the whole event. Mm-hmm. Woof, rough. In other news, we want to give our congratulations to Instagram user the underscore mystic underscore Leo to congratulate them on their marriage on October 31st, Halloween. They sent us one of their engagement photos and they were so cute. So cute. And I just hope that your wedding is amazing and wonderful and that... You have your happily ever after with your person. Don't cry, Tara. A lot of things making you cry this episode. <laughs> Rough day. I know, I know. I love when listeners share stuff like that yeah. with us. Like when people get engaged, when people send us pictures of like their animals and their familiars. When people do the spell and send them pictures, send pictures of the spell. That's really cool because it's like, oh wow, the segment is worth it. Yeah, because most of the time I'm like, nobody listens to me. <laughs> Everyone skips through. How are you doing? What's your check-in? Um, I mean, I'm just having a really rough week. I had to go get an MRI today. We've talked about this before the podcast. Went in mm-hmm. thinking, I'm just going to sit in a little tube. Everybody's been talking it up like it's like this scary thing. You have to sit in the tube and it's uncomfortable. And I was like, I love tubes. I love water slides. <laughs> I love tube tops. I love tube tops. <laughs> I love um, little sleeping bags, getting all cozy in sleeping bags. I'm about tubes. I get there. They say, oh... Have a seat right here and I'll get the IV. And if you don't know this about me, I have a major needle phobia to the point where I've had to call Alicia to come to the emergency room to hold me down so I can call her a shit licking bitch so I can get through this fucking IV. It was fun. (laughs) It was very early in the morning. (laughs) It was like 2 (laughs) a.m. And it turns out I just had a UTI, but you know, that's how it goes. Woof. So... I am already there. Mm-hmm. I've waited in this waiting room for half an hour. and uh, As you do when you go to the doctor's when office. When you go to the doctor's office because they don't have time for you, even though you have a scheduled appointment. <laughs> and I nearly buckle because I'm so afraid. And there was just something in me that was like, I have to do this. The worst part, as I told you before is that they don't take you into another room for this. They take you into an adjacent alcove. So the entire fucking waiting room could hear me screaming dick licking bitch (laughs) i was getting this fucking iv i'm like sobbing and and it's basically like i could just imagine like someone in the waiting room being like this isn't like a painful procedure and like some sort of nurse being like oh no it's very simple and then hearing me be like motherfucking dick sucking And it lasted for an eternity, it felt like. And so then I had to go, uh, just visibly upset. Then I go into the tube. 
and they say you have to hold still and I'm like I, okay I'm sorry I'll do it and it was just the worst experience ever that's a massive bummer dude and now I hear that a child has bullied you for loving cheetahs <laughs> and now I have to talk about the devil being inside of people <laughs> I'm sorry I should have left the cheetah story out I I, I should have gauged you were in a sensitive kind of vibe right now, and I should have kept my own past traumas to myself. <laughs> what was the brain kegels? Think of your trauma. Think of your trauma. <laughs> but that's where I'm at right now. Um, but I did, and I'm a brave, I'm a brave, brave, good girl. Okay, well, I have a question. Let's see. What are you dressing Dolly up for Halloween? Well, she has two outfits. Oh, my God. Thank God. Um, one my mother has purchased for her. Amazing. Which is a little Wonder Woman outfit. <gasps> Adorable. The one I have purchased for her is uh, she's going to be a little lobster. <laughs> Double adorable. That's amazing. And I was like, okay, what if I take the little crown, the tiara, and put it on the lobster? And then she's Wonder Lobster. Or Lobster Princess. A Lobster Princess. I Sailor Lobster. It. Wow. So you truly the ball has been hit out of the park on that one. Yes. Thank you. There's nothing better than a two pet outfit kind of day. She also a lot of them she can't do because she's too little. And also she's very afraid of things just in her peripheries. Oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, no, you don't know what's sneaking up on you. I don't. So there's all of these dog costumes that are like little spiders or like the little elf carrying a Christmas package. And she would just be fucking high keyed up. You can get her the elf one for... Christmas. Yeah, when she's grown up and isn't afraid of her peripheries like a shark. Yeah. Anyway, that was weird. That was a weird intro. I'm sorry. I love it. I love it. So I guess we're going to talk about possession. Yes. My favorite topic. Like owning things? I love, I bought this. The Limerita. I bought this. A book. I did also buy this. What are those, wheat thins or something? Um, cauliflower crackers. They look like Cheez-Its and they don't taste like them like I had hoped. Do they taste good? Do we recommend we don't recommend them. Okay. <laughs> Rip. So by talking about possession, we need to talk about what is possession. Not Tara's stuff, but not that is a form of possession. But that's not the possession we talk about today. Right. There are two categories of possession, spiritual possession and demonic possession. Off the top of your head, Tara, what do you think is the difference? Demonic possession probably sounds like bad time. Spirit possession sounds like a groovy, funky time. Okay. Okay. That's Pretty good. Well, and like the most simplest base form. I love it. Spiritual possession is the belief of a body being possessed by spirits, demons, gods, or aliens. How are they getting in there? They like drilling. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they're always going in through the butt. Ew. Yeah. What are the probing? Easy access. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that just what probing is? They just, that's why people are so afraid. It's just a colonoscopy. Yeah, it's basically a colonoscopy. And I'm like, you have clearly never been in college. <laughs> You're afraid of butt stuff? <laughs> oh, That's all it. you do in college. You went to a private school. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. That one all-boys school in Indiana. Got it, got it, got it. And this type of possession is believed by those in many religions, including Christianity, Buddhism, Haitian voodoo, Wicca, Hinduism, Islam, and Southeast Asian and African traditions. So everywhere. Everyone kind of believes in some form of spiritual possession. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Demonic possession, on the other hand, is the belief of a body being possessed by a malevolent spirit or demons or even the devil himself. Demonic possession is an idea that's believed in 
Western world and some Middle Eastern countries. Oh, so the Abrahamic Mm -hmm. religions. Yes. And spirit possession can be good or bad. It's kind of like how in Avatar The Last Airbender, Aang can go into the Avatar state even though he can't control his actions when he's in the state. Oh, this makes sense. Mm -hmm. Demonic possession is bad, 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 bad. No good. Oh, no. And this is where, theoretically, your head will turn 360 degrees. You know, those types of things. Yuck. Spirit possession may be voluntary or involuntary, and demonic possession is always involuntary. Like, I hope. <laughs> Unless you're like, yes, devil, please enter my body. Oh, get on in here. I want to feel alive. Maybe it could be voluntary if you, like, have an agenda. But I feel like most people don't have the agenda of, like, being the vessel for the devil. I feel like... Most of the time, when people are selecting possession, it's to get someone else possessed. Yeah. You're like, that's your target. Because it sounds like it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, probably. And embarrassing. Your head doesn't go that way. And we'll touch upon spiritual possession a little bit, but this is October, so we have to stay kind of (laughs) spooky. So we'll talk a bit about the history of possession. In the 16th century common era... C.E. <laughs> in the 16th century, a Jewish rabbi and mystic named Isaac Luria Ashkenazi wrote about the transmigration of souls that were seeking perfection. And definitely an aside, 23andMe had once told me that I was the littlest bit Ashkenazi Jewish, and then I checked yesterday, and now it's saying I'm not at all. What? But Marcel is 0.3% Ashkenazi Jewish. What? Did he? What did he take from you? Everything. <laughs> Anyways, the idea of transmigration of souls is kind of like, it's like a, to, in its simplest form, an idea of reincarnation or the idea that a soul, if it's not meeting up to its potential in one lifetime, that it can continue on in further lifetimes until the soul meets its potential and disappears, poofs into space, becomes completely at peace in the spirit world. The spookiest part of this episode is that no one knows what will happen when you die. (laughs) Panic. Panic. Fear. Dread. Bargaining. Depression. Acceptance. (laughs) (laughs) We did them all. And possession. Here we are. And possession. (laughs) All right. So Rabbi Isaac Luria Ashkenazi that I am not related to was only a tiny bit of the story that takes a left turn. I, I... (laughs) I don't like that it can change. (laughs) I've been claiming that tiny bit of Persian and blaming my eyebrows on that for a long time. And And it might not be true. I don't want to have to go back and look. They're like, well, upon further inspection, uh, no. (laughs) I'm like, how rude. Sorry, that was just a coffee stain. That was just a little bit of schmutz on there. Oh, yeah. What did you eat that day? (laughs) What's in your saliva? It is believed that Rabbi Isaac Luria Ashkenazi's disciples created the mythological Dybbuk. So this is a creature called the Dybbuk. According to the Encyclopedia Britannica, the Dybbuk is a disembodied soul that wanders restlessly until it attaches onto a victim. It stays in that person's body until it has either accomplished the task it set out to do, kind of like an unfinished business kind of thing, Mm -hmm. or that the Dybbuk has atoned for its sin. Often people who claim to be a victim of a Dybbuk were suffering from nervous or mental disorders. They would need to go to a miracle-working rabbi who would be able to exercise the dibbuk from the human, which is very, very similar to the Christian ideology of possession where the devil or a fallen angel or a demon or 
whatever takes over your body and you need to have an exorcism to get that bastard out of you. Mm -hmm. Very similar. Then moving on to Islam, we talked a bit about the jinn in our ghost episode, but apparently these not quite ghosts or westernized genies, we call them, can possess people as well. What? The more you know. There's a lot of things that won't get inside me. Exactly. And there are many reasons why a jinn might seek to possess an individual, such as to make someone fall in love with them, which sounds kind of romantic. Oh, genie. It's like definitely not the best tactic, but you know, love, infatuation, obsession, stalking, I don't know. And then possession. Possession. Or taking revenge if someone has hurt them or their relatives, etc. And not all Muslims believe in the jinn lore. Some do say they can point to certain passages in the Quran, but other Muslim groups just don't believe in it. And there's a whole long and detailed Wikipedia page about jinns for anyone who wants to dip their toes into this. All right, so we're going to continue heading east to the fox or kitsune possessions. Ooh. So in the illusions episode, we spoke about the fox spirit or kitsune in Japanese lore. It might be kitsune. Forgive me. But anyway, to jog your memory... There's these things, they're called foxes. And in Japan, they're up to something. Adorable. They're up to so much something that they figured out how to possess human beings. And some of the sources claimed that it's actually quite, quote, common. Less adorable. Makes me think, we should be doing something about this. (laughs) These foxes are rowdy. This is a problem. We need a zoo. So how do you know if someone is possessed by a fox? Well, their teeth are going to become sharper. Their faces will become more pointy, and they're going to start asking you for some eggs. You know, just like fox things. What? Yeah. I mean, I love a good omelet. So it's just me and, like, the foxes, like, fucking cooking omelets. Hold on. Open your mouth. Let me look at your teeth. They're beautiful. Thank you. Anyway, so this comes up a lot, but allegedly... Women are more susceptible to fox possession than men. And then in the same sentence, my source noted that fox spirits are attracted to the weak-minded. Oh, well, that's rude. So moving forward, that is not an exclusive brand of demonic sexism that only exists within Japan. Excellent. I love sexism. Continue. One of the big questions that we had was how do I, Tara Ashley Keck of Brooklyn, New York. Social security number. one 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 one. Um, how do I get possessed? So this is what makes you tasty to a little demon. Look into and habit a Gruen Lagan giant robot. Okay. That okay. is your beautiful body. One, you're a woman. Check. Whoops. <laughs> I got it. I'm good. You're old. Well, how, what's old? Probably in medieval times right now. That's fair. Basically, you're also double tasty if you're a postmenopausal woman. Because if you're an aged crone... In your chicken-footed cottage, and a man in a pinstripe suit shows up offering you comfort, riches, companionship, dance, feasts, and an active sex life, who wouldn't be like, okay? Yeah, I mean, I would say yes. Physicians and exorcists even mention older women's excessive dryness when talking about demon possession. Guys, just use lube. I'm like, maybe the devil's got a really wet dick. What is... What does that have to do with anything? Hmm, I think the devil might be in her. Let's check her cooch. Open. <laughs> hmm. Can you see anything in there? Hello? No devil in here. But I also can't find the clitoris. <laughs> hmm. Men. It's a little... It's just... It's just... It's really not... Warmer? Warmer? Warm, cold. Cold. Very cold. Cold. You lost it. Super noticeable. Here's another thing. 
you might have little inklings of doubt. So this is a big one because demanding followers invest their spiritual future in faith is a powerful form of self-policing that doesn't just police your behavior, Mm -hmm. the stuff you do at the market or at your Sunday service. It polices your thoughts. So you're not even allowed to think bad things because God can fucking read the little office dialogue going on in your brain. And he knows, as an omnipotent Santa Claus, how's it go? You better not cry. You better not cry. You better not think about having sex with your brother. Santa Claus is God and he's coming to town. (laughs) But he's so attractive. He's the only man my age in town. Everyone else is so old or pocketed. Anyway, so this was big during the witchcraft hysteria of the Western world because if you have a neighbor who maybe had a miscarriage and you happen to look at her a few days before in a way that she thinks is funny, she can accuse you of thinking bad thoughts and you wished that upon her and you have no evidence to be like, no, that didn't happen. I just had something in my eye. You know, it's around 4.30, so the sun's really low, so I'm squinting. And also, my face is just fucked up after that horrible fire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, what? Oh, sorry. Guess, you know, I'm a witch. Okay, so to wrap this up, your humors are also a big factor. So have you heard of these humors? Oh, I love the humors. The humors. Name some. Um, Slapstick. Slapstick. Physical. Farce. Uh... What's the highbrow one? Satire. Satire, yes. Satire. (laughs) (laughs) Prop. Humors. Mike Barbiglia. Is he still canceled? (laughs) Who's the one with the puppets? Jeff Dunham, right? Right? Also canceled. Um, Amy Poehler, though. Let's get some women in here. Okay. Um, Who's Baby Conda? We love her. Oh. Wong. Is it Wong? Ali Wong. No. That sounds really close. I think it's Ali Wong. Okay. Also, who's the lesbian Wanda Sykes? Leslie Jones? Leslie no. Jones. Is she the lesbian? I don't really know. I don't know. That might have been a false claim on our end. We don't really know. <laughs> um, but also, there are these other humors, H-O-M-O-U-R-S, and there's four of them. So there's the four elemental bodily humors, blood, phlegm, yellow bile, and black bile. Is yellow bile just pee? I don't really know. Okay. This I cannot tell you. I'm afraid to look it up. Anyway, an excess of these humors could cause an imbalance in the bodily system, resulting in mental or physical distress, which hence why bloodletting was so fucking popular because all these melancholic women with their woes and their troubles and their complaints about their husbands being out late, they got all this fucking blood and we got to get it out. And I have all these leeches here to help. (laughs) Like, here I come (laughs) to the rescue. Humoral theory states that imbalances are both perpetuated by Satan, but also entice him. Maybe kind of like how a red pepper on its own, it's fine. But maybe when you roast that in the oven with some spices, delicious chef kiss to the sky. Ooh, love that. But I have to say, most sources were absolutely clear from the perspective of like exorcists and other religious structures. Demoniacs, which are what people that are possessed are called, are victims. So they, they haven't asked for this you know usually it's not situations where you know they've done anything truly awful it's usually just that they're weak-minded and they're probably on their period <laughs> and that's icky yucky and the satan wants to get all up in there huh easy access right the yeah. blood's flowing satan's just gonna go right on in like one of those terrifying um barbed fish in the amazon river up your urethra oh my god 
This is actually a total tangent. Okay. Did you hear there are eels in Prospect Park Lake? What? That they got like released there. And now they're worried that these eels are going to like harm all like the natural fishies and stuff that exist there. Is this recent? This is recent that I read that article. That it's like. But it happened this year. Maybe there was a big population. No, someone like dumped them in there. Someone dumped these eels into the lake. I don't know. This man should be arrested. That's crazy. There's so much going on in the world, and this is how you wish to contribute? I know. I was like, the one time this isn't about the coronavirus or the election, this is what's happening? (laughs) I'm losing my shit, man. Anyway, so how are these demons getting in here? Swimming up? Yeah. Like Mm. the Amazon River? Kissing you? Kissing you? Yeah. It's like a herpes infection. It's Mm -hmm. like, God damn it. Why did I kiss you when I saw that thing on your mouth? I don't know. I just wanted affection and intimacy in my life. And no one can fault you for that. Thank you. Um, but I like your attention to orifices because orifices is how these guys get in here. I love that. So demons, they have these bodies, but their bodies are not like our bodies. They're corporeal, which is a fancy way of saying that they're made of stuff. <laughs> but their stuff is not like our stuff. Okay. okay? And they're described often as like black masses, white mists. It's like so they're gaseousy. They're gaseousy. They're gaseousy. And that gas can be formed into many things. I love this. But because they're corporeal, okay, which means made of stuff. Made of stuff. They can't just like shadow cat their way into your body. They have to more like a magic school bus situation. Get but, tiny enough. Get tiny. Teeny tiny. Or like, um... And go on an adventure. Wasn't it when Chucky ate that watermelon seed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Okay, okay. It's like that. It's so much like that, that people would sometimes become possessed after eating unblessed lettuce or what? apples or cheese or bread that an invisible demon happened to be chilling on at the time. Like a little bug. Oh, man. How can you even control that back then? I don't... Wash it. How do you bless a lettuce? I have never eaten a blessed lettuce. All lettuce has sucked. All lettuce has been hashtag not blessed. Not blessed. Okay, so it's got to come in through your orifice. Eyes, ears, nose, mouth. Okay, but how does it come in through your eyes? So I think I maybe misspoke because I was in another plane of existence. So nose, ears, (laughs) mouth. But also they mentioned pores and open wounds. So the huge gash on my leg... Yep. And then my huge pores on my face. Your pores are fine. Your pores I, are I, I, tiny. They're, they're okay. Thank you. They're fine. They're so, so We're working on We're working on it. One day we'll get enough Patreon money for plastic surgery and it I will be great. just like to see a dermatologist. <laughs> I just wish my health insurance could cover a dermatologist visit. Okay, so you've eaten the unblessed lettuce. Fuck. You had that knife fight and didn't cover up. Your wound. Yep. Oh, this was a big one in, in middle school that I read. Um, the reason we cover our mouths in when middle we yawn. School? The reason we cover our mouths when we yawn is so the devil doesn't get in. Oh. Because I was reading up on wives' tales when I was younger. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Like, you know, hold a pendulum over someone's pregnant belly and figure out the gender of the baby. And anyway, da 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 da. Witches. So, <laughs> all right, you're possessed. The bad thing has happened. Okay. What happens now? What do you think would happen? The devil comes in. I feel like I would black out. You're not present for it. Okay, great. Most likely. Or it's intermittent 
being present. Okay. It's not always the devil. A lot of times it's kind of like he's sometimes he's too busy. Well, really, it's it's, you know, the devil doesn't like put a hit out on somebody and then go do the deed himself. You know, it's not like you're like you have minions for a reason. It's like the mafia. Yeah. Oftentimes, like whatever is possessing you will use like your consciousness against other people or will like mimic you and shit like that. And it's often trying to create like an emotional connection with these people and use it against them in order to take over large masses of people. That's usually like the mm-hmm. intention of or like the long game of whatever possessing is possessing that person. Okay. These are some of the symptoms besides being so right fucking cunt. Um, depending on your century, in the early 1500s, they often talked about like your tongue sticking out, your eyes might bug out of your head and you're going to say like blasphemous stuff. Like you might have a problem reading Psalms or other religious texts. In more modern contexts, a lot of times like it's more supernatural. Like you might walk up walls. Like that's crazy. In the case of Gary, Indiana in 2012, when a young boy walked up backwards to the ceiling in a hospital. What? 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 Um, you might contort your body in like grotesque shapes, like moving. I mean, talking about like walking like the fucking grudge. Ew. The ring, that kind of stuff. I've never watched any of those movies. They're so scary. The ring is terrifying. I saw it as a child. Why did you do that? Because my dad and his wife at the time took me. They took you to theaters? Yeah, to see spooky movies, apparently. Uh, she's in sixth grade. She'll be fine. Oh, I literally I was like, be fine. seven days, seven days, seven days. I'm going to die in seven days. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, freaky shit. You were like 11. Yeah, that sounds right, actually. Almost 12, but not quite there yet. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really awful. I've okay. lived a long life. You will really. <laughs> Man. Anyway, so apparently people vomit a lot. Ew. But this is actually really interesting. Post-1973... Exorcists recorded that vomiting was happening a lot during exorcisms, that it had never really been a symptom before 1973. And you want to know what else came out in 1973? What? The Exorcist. And you want to know what happens in that film? A lot of vomiting. Ew. So it was almost like people that were going through exorcisms were like mimicking what they thought a possession in an exorcism look like? Maybe there was just a really bad, like, flu bug that year. They had a mini pandemic that they didn't know about? Yeah. And it was a tummy bug? It was the 1970s. Like, was science even around? Not in the way that we thought. <laughs> and this is also really interesting. I didn't write this down, actually, but... And I would like to... We've talked about, should we talk about exorcisms in this episode? Should we not? And we decided that it's a huge topic, mm-hmm. exorcisms and deliverance, that we should talk about it. It deserves its own episode. But that, like, in the 1970s and 80s, we talked about in the Satanic Panic episode how bad psychology was, how bad fucking therapy was. Mm -hmm. That people, you know, they're dealing with all of these psychological issues. And they have all of these parts of themselves that, like, they don't know what to do with. And that, you know, The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby come out and there's this whole Satanic Panic. And it's like, okay, do I want to go to therapy and maybe find out I've been abused? Or do I want to go to a priest for two hours? Who I already trust. Who I already trust. And get exercised of a demon and have it be over. Like, do I want to do this work? Or do I want to have someone else do the work? And that was a theory about why exorcism also went up. Because it's like, fucking therapy is hard. And you have to read stuff. And you have to think about 
Maybe it's not my mom's fault that this happened. Maybe it's my fault that I'm a piece of shit. Maybe I have a lot more agency in the horrors of my life than I thought. <laughs> Think of your trauma. Yeah, no, I would rather have someone else just be like, oh, boop, 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 boop. Blessed right? child. Right? Exorcism done. That sounds amazing. And also to give a name to your problem. Mm-hmm. To be like, often during exorcisms, they have the demon name itself. And it's like Legion or psoriasis. You know, it's like, how nice would psoriasis? it be? Psoriasis? How nice would it be <laughs> to be like, oh, this is, you know, my demon, Hank. And he has a form and he's the problem and now he's gone. I'm sorry I was such a dick to you, but I was like being possessed by the devil. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm better. It was just, it was, oh, it was a weird month, you know, like a lot of things were happening, but really that's the reason why I was acting so selfishly and outlandishly. It was just the devil. Yeah. It's not that I was going through ego death and had to make everything about me. Sorry about your wedding. Yeah. Mallory. (laughs) (laughs) The inside inside jokes. Oh no. Okay. But, um, so how do you get rid of a demon? As we've talked about, basically a kind of exorcism. And um, we're going to talk about that in another episode Yeah, that I hope you guys will really like. Yeah. Chanting, water. Chanting, water, often reciting many Handcuffs. things. Handcuffs. Or some kind of hand. You know, I was Bond. reading, I was listening, I almost said I was reading this audiobook, but I was listening to this audiobook That's like okay. you do, mm-hmm. um, called um, My Best Friend's Exorcism. It's on Audible. It's okay. actually really good. So it's basically set in the 1980s uh-huh. where this... Wait, is it fictional or is it true? It's fictional. Okay. And um, basically, like, there's this friend group where these, like, th- these two main friends and one of them starts acting really weird and starts alienating herself and going through all these really awful, like, horrible things. And, like, throughout the entire book, like, you're just like, oh, I understand that, like, this is titled My Best Friend's Exorcism. So I know there's a demon, but I think a lot of this is just puberty. (laughs) And then it's really about your love for your best friend isn't always about like who they are day to day. It's really about like this soul bond that you have with a person that like everybody goes through shit and that like sometimes it's 50-50 and sometimes it's 20-80. And then it's the times when it's 20-80 that it's like the most important. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's like a bunch of references to 80s movies and music. And it's really fun. And there's roller skating. Oh, love that. And I thought it was going to be gayer. And they teased that it was going to be a lot gayer, but it wasn't. Oh, what a bummer. Anyway, recommend. Thank you for this recommendation. I forget why. Oh, there's an exorcism scene in that. Oh, yeah. I mean, my best friend's exorcism. Anyway. But that was a beautiful bout of like what friendship means. (laughs) That we can all learn from this Halloween season. (laughs) My best friend's a devil. <laughs> anyway. So, possessions. Closing thoughts. Remarks. This is a big topic and it's really hard to mm-hmm. wrap it up in one episode. I'd love for us to, in the future, talk about spiritual possession. Yeah, that one's really interesting. Because there is specifically a whole, like, Wicca way of, like, connecting to the gods and to the spirits. And so that'd be interesting to, like, look into and be like... Is this something worth doing or is this crazy? I don't know. I also thought like mediumships, like people that like hold these seances and then like are spoken through. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, clearly a kind of possession. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. And also like priestesses for like Wicca, but also other like matriarchal traditions 
like are often used as conduits for spirit to work through. But it's not because we're weak-minded. Oh, I did want to say, um, I've done a, like a lot of readings from this witchcraft reader, which is like a collection of like short articles and writings about the witchcraft hysteria in Europe. Mm. Something that was really interesting is um, in this article, Witchcraft Possession and the Devil, they talked about one of the uh, symptoms of possession was swelling and convulsions. And I was like really interested, like, okay, what? It's just the bee sting. Well, one of the things <laughs> I looked it up, I was like, oh, what else is a symptom of swelling and convulsions? Pork tapeworm infections. You know what was really dirty? Like, in the 1500s, all of Europe everything was super dirty and they didn't fucking cook or wash anything. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what if all these idiots had fucking tapeworms? That's probably so real, dude. Right? Also, vomiting and skin rashes. So it's like they're like turning crazy colors and they're itching and they're convulsing and they're vomiting. And it's like the devil is here. And actually, there's just like a little tapeworm and it's like, actually, it's pronounced the vil. <laughs> Deville. Um, He's got glasses. Hi, I'm here, and I would really like it if you eat more fruits. And they're like, we don't have any fruits. We're Britain. <laughs> you want dirt? Nothing we has spices. We all have scurvy. We all, I haven't seen a lemon ever. <laughs> what is this dirty lettuce you speak of? This is dirty, unblessed lettuce. <laughs> you got potatoes. That's it. Probably Meat. Meat. Bread, mead, mm-hmm. meat pies. I saw um, meat that pies. one thing. What was that? Sweeney Todd. I saw Sweeney Todd. Crisps, tea, mm-hmm. fish and chips. Yeah, back in the day, at least. Little cookies. L- yeah. I think it's time that we move on <gasps> to. Oh, what? Are you ready? I'm excited. It. Guess what? What? It's time. Uh huh. I feel like a dog. That's like, <laughs> give me the tree. <laughs> Who is it? Who's the good girl? Who is it? Who is it? It's Witches in the News. Witches in the News is the good girl. Yes. There she is. I love it. And they are all good. They're all good. They're all good. Nice. One was bad for one person, but they're all good. First up, Madonna not collaborating with David Guetta because of his star sign. Ooh, what is it? What a Madonna move. David Guetta claims that Madonna refused to collaborate with him because he mentioned he was a Scorpio. I don't work well in groups. <laughs> You're like, I completely agree. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't. Madonna is a very proud Leo, which like, you know, what the fuck? That makes so much sense. Of course Madonna's a Leo. Oh, I would never have thought of anything else. No. Back in 2011, Madonna was excited to work with David Guetta after he won a Grammy for his remix of her song Revolver. She wanted him to work on, like, the next new album with her. Oh, that's so fucking cool. Except. Except. In an October 2020 interview, David Guetta was reflecting about almost working with Madonna and said, she tells me that she loves this remix and she suggests that I produce her next album. I arrive for lunch. We talk about everything, the music, what she wants to do with the album. Super nice. It's just her and me. Very relaxed. Very cool. We have lunch. It's happening. Very good. And you wonder, like, when we're going to start working together. But once he told her he was a Scorpio, however, everything changed. I mean, Scorpio man. Scorpio. Honestly, that's fair. David Guetta said, suddenly she makes a face and she says to me, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to work together. It was a pleasure to know you. Goodbye. (laughs) And then the face was, I've smelled dog shit and I think it's you. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I don't have enough money for a strong enough bidet. True. Madonna had worked with Bjork back in 1994 for the song Bedtime Story, which reached the top 10 in the UK charts. And Bjork is a Scorpio. So that's the poll that they're making. They were like, why David Guetta? He's so nice. But Bjork, mm-hmm. who I believe does identify as a woman, that might be it. I didn't think about Scorpio men specifically. I was like, yeah, it is kind of weird that she worked with a Scorpio once, unless that just went disastrously. Maybe it was actually really bad, and Bjork is the reason that she doesn't. But Bjork is also just such a strong, independent, fierce woman that probably would not judge. Not, nope, not judge. Probably would not budge in collaboration. Yeah, I think it... uh, That might actually be hard. ...are fun for fun time Mm -hmm. and friendship. Maybe not so much for working closely, braiding our creative lives together. They're both fixed signs. You can't. You got to have a fixed and the other ones, you know? (laughs) I couldn't think of them. Cardinal mutable. Yeah, those other guys. NME, so the article that this was on, NME had reached out to Madonna's representation for comment, but for now, they have ignored the request. Because, bitch, she's Madonna. She doesn't need to explain herself. She has other things to do, like brush her hair. She, like, her representation would be like, yes. That would be it. They'd be like, yes, this happened. No further comments. Up next, we're going a little spooky, talking about a curse from Pompeii. From, as if it has traveled? As if it has traveled. What is it doing here? On October 13th of this year, a CNN article came out about a Canadian woman who returned artifacts to Pompeii that she had taken from the site earlier, which she believes has cursed her life for the past 15 years. I mean, probably. Yeah. Honestly. The stolen artifacts were two white mosaic tiles, two pieces of an amphora vase, and a piece of ceramic That's a lot of things. Yeah, it's like five things. She sent these artifacts via post to the Archaeological Park of Pompeii, along with a letter explaining why she had taken these artifacts in the first place. I got sticky fingers. (laughs) I can't help myself. Just, I have a kleptomaniac and I have a hole that I can't fill, uh, no matter how much stuff I put in it. I'm sorry. The woman wrote, I wanted to have a piece of history that couldn't be bought. She also said in the letter that when she had visited Pompeii so long ago that she was young and dumb at the time. Young, dumb, and greedy. Young, dumb, and... I can't think of anything worse. To be fair, like, if I hadn't read this curse thing, I'd steal something. From Pompeii? Oh, 100. That's dope as fuck. And then I'd be like, Tara, look at this thing. And then, like, you know, it fucks up my life. But what's the curses aside, during these 15 years, from when the woman took the artifacts to when she mailed them off, the woman has suffered two bouts of breast cancer, resulting in a double mastectomy, and her family has also been in financial trouble. That's awful. It is awful. She wrote in the letter that they can't seem to get ahead in life. She went on to write, I took a piece of history captured in a time with so much negative energy attached to it. People died in such a horrible way, and I took tiles related to that kind of destruction. I mean, that's fucking stone tape theory right there, goddamn. Mm. She also asked for forgiveness in the letter by writing, We are good people, and I don't want to pass this curse on to my family, my children, or myself anymore. Please forgive my careless act that I did years ago. I don't forgive you. <laughs> you didn't deserve... You don't deserve that. You don't deserve this. That's a fucking history you're trying to take away. It's like those people that, like, carve their initials onto, like, the Blarney Stone or something or, like, carve their initials onto trees in the mm-hmm. Redwood Forest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this isn't about you. Yeah. Why are you making this about you? You don't need this. No. And now she doesn't want it. 
And going to our last story, we have the Hokum Pokum drag film with live Q&A. Oh, really? Cool. Who likes dressing up in costumes more than baby witches? Drag queens. Yes. Duh. On Thursday, October 29th, my birthday. And on Friday, October 30th, you can watch a spooky movie about three amazing drag queens. The Queen's Peaches Christ, Jinx Monsoon, and Binda LaCrim. Oh, I love Binda LaCrim. We'll be doing a live stream screening of the film Hokum Pokum. The tagline of the film Something Sickening This Way Comes The Return of the Manderson Sisters. Oh, I love this. Isn't that great? After the screening on October 29th, like once again, my birthday. <laughs> like it's on purpose. The Queens will have a live Q&A. And if you can't make that date work for you, you can experience the magic on Friday, October 30th. Best part about it? The tickets are pay what you can. I love that. Hashtag blessed crying emoji. (laughs) Amazing. You can buy tickets online by going to peacheschrist.live. The October 29th screening will be at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. And on October 30th, the times will be 1 p.m. Pacific time. 4 p.m. Eastern Time, which is 8 p.m. in the UK. Which is 10 a.m. in Australia. I don't actually know. I don't know. I don't I'm know. sorry. I thought you were going to throw like the Hawaii time out there, and I was like, oh. which is, uh, if it's 1 p.m. Pacific Time, it's, it's six like hours. 10 a.m.? Six hours? Oh, I six forgot. Different. It's probably too early in Hawaii, yeah. Sorry, Giovanna. Well, we'll record it. No, I don't think we can. Let's take it back. <laughs> Sorry, Juvana. Sorry, Juvana. And this has been Witches in the News. Oh. A very spooky news. <laughs> All right, moving into our final segment. Alicia has come in like a beautiful half demon, half angel, kitsune goddess. All fox. All fox. All foxy all the time, Her baby. Sharp, ready. She's cut into the veil of the universe to reveal what is this? A Halloween spell for prosperity. How timely. How timely. And also, you guys, so easy. I love easy. I love easy. Since Samhain is a great time to celebrate the harvest, why not have a little spell that can bring abundance and prosperity into your life? Into mine? Into yours. This is from The Wellens Little Book of Halloween by Mickey Mueller. The spell is so easy and so fast. Blessed. Because we have other things to be doing on Halloween, you know? I have to figure out a costume i have to figure out a dog costume i have to find candy find candy i have to find children to give the candy no i mean you keep the candy oh right we're in the COVID times yeah mystic leo's getting married it's a busy day mystic leo does not have time for this no for the spell you will need one orange tea light candle one pen like p-i-n pen some cinnamon and basil sprinkles, so not a lot at all. Like, don't don't get conned in buying the chunks of basil. You will not use the chunks of basil at the grocery store. <laughs> Steal one leaf and it'll be perfect. You won't get a curse from, like, stealing from the Ralphs. It's okay. Nothing bad has ever happened at a Ralphs. That's true. Well, we can't say that for sure. <laughs> we have no knowledge of what happens at the Ralphs. Four coins of equal value. Four edible pumpkin seeds. And a way to light the candle. And of course, you know, a glass of water in case you like set your house on fire. Right. So put it out. You will use your pen to draw a spider on top of the orange tea light candle. Make sure the spider has all eight legs. So, you know, it's basically like when you're drawing birds in a painting, just the whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, whoop, making sure it has four on each side. Sprinkle the candle with cinnamon and a little bit of basil that you stole from the Ralph's. 
Surround the candle with the four coins of equal value and the pumpkin seeds, but make sure you alternate the coins and the seeds. Important. Coin, seed, coin, seed. Or seed, coin, seed, coin. Right. Not seed, seed, coin, coin. No, that's a mess. Not seed, seed, coin, seed, seed. Don't be cute. We're doing magic. (laughs) This is important. It's important. As you light the candle, you will say, no tricks and all treats. The spell shall unfold. The year ahead brings in silver and gold. Okay, all right. Let the candle burn down. Make sure you keep an eye on that motherfucker so you don't burn the house down. And at midnight, you eat the four pumpkin seeds. So you got to stay up. Yeah, you got you got to make sure you're, you're Set there. Set an alarm. Set an alarm. Also, you can't be allergic to pumpkin seeds. Is that an allergy you can have? I think you can be allergic to many kinds of seeds. Then take the four coins and put them in your wallet, but keep them separate from your other coins. They are different. They are separate. They are magic. You need to make sure that you don't spend these four coins until after Halloween 2021. Oh, wow. Okay, but it's so easy. You just put them somewhere else and you're like, not you, not you, not you. Make them all four gold coins. And you're like, well, I just want to show them off to my friends anyway. Yeah, true, true, true. A Susan B. Anthony? Why would I get rid of this? Yeah. And that's it. Riches abound. Ah, riches. I'm ready. Maybe one day. And that's it. That's it. We would like to thank Marcel Perez, our producer, Mallory Porter, our creative director, and Kevin McLeod for the music this week and every week and all the time. And thank you, Kevin. The fans appreciate you. And of course, thank Mickey Mueller for writing Llewellyn's Little Book of Halloween that we use this spell from today. Oh, thanks. I'd also really like to thank Dustin Robert for their Apple Podcast review. I say this every week. I know it sucks. But look at all the things we've done for you. Hocus Pocus, with a fun time where Alicia and Tara definitely didn't embarrass themselves. And then also this fun fundraiser. And also all of these weekly episodes. And also, I'm just very cute. And also, it's Alicia's birthday. (gasps) It's my birthday! You know, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, write something. You could write anything. You could write... The devil in the coconut and drink it all up. The devil in the coconut and drink it all up. You could write... Even though they're Scorpios, Madonna should collaborate with which, yes. <laughs> okay, but I have I have a Sagittarius Mercury, which oh, makes yeah. me fun at parties. So I could be a hype woman. Yeah, you have a lot of things in the first house, girl. Yeah, I'm here for you. You're here to hype. Not emotionally, but I'll snap. <laughs> anyway, you can write anything. So each episode, we usually pick a particularly juicy review from our Bewitched podcast review tree, and we'll read it at the top of the show. And that could be you, like it was this time for Dustin. Yes, Dustin. Our listenership largely grows through word of mouth, so this spooky season we'd like to encourage you to pick three friends. Pick, hopefully friends you like, but um, it doesn't have to be. You you don't have to like them. You don't owe them anything, but you owe us a lot. (laughs) So pick three fucking people (laughs) and send them your favorite episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it would, you know... Make me very happy. So if they want to find you, Alicia, and talk to you and compliment you, how do they do that? You can find me on Instagram at Alicia period herder. Nice. Thank you. And then if they'd like to find you, Tara, where where should I go? What should I do? You. Why do you want to find me? First. You ask this every time. Questionnaire. (laughs) Why? You ask this every time, but you let me give out my information all (laughs) willy-nilly. I... I don't make you do it. Okay, her social security number is 111. But you can find me on Instagram at herlovelyface. 
Um, so that's for my art or my personal Instagram, which is underscore little moss. So that's for pictures of Dolly and pictures of mostly Dolly right now. I cannot wait for this Dolly Halloween get up. She's gonna be a shining star more so than she is every moment of every day. I love it. We're on Instagram at which yes. Share an episode in your stories, tag us, and we'll feature you on our stories. And if you don't like Instagram, head over to which yes, the Facebook coven. Plus, you can always contact us via email at witchyespodcast at gmail.com. Contact us. We like hearing things. We do. You can find us on Patreon. $5 patron witches and above are getting two extra episodes a month. $10 and above get our show notes and more. Plus, they're going to get early access to some cool stuff. So look out for those goodies, baby. Speaking of early, early vote. You have a couple more days to be early at voting. Early vote. It's what the cool fucking kids are doing. People are getting these stickers and they're getting them early. Yeah, everyone's doing like their selfie and I'm so mad. It's really irritating. It's so crazy. I want my selfie. So just do it. Just do it, baby. Just do it. And this has been... Witch, yes. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Wish Alicia a happy birthday. It's tomorrow. Go. Alicia, period, herder. Happy Samhain. Happy Samhain. Have a great time. The, The veil is thinning quickly. Love you guys. Bye. Eels are cool. Not for the environment. I don't, don't they sting? Yeah, I mean, they're not cool to have over for drinks. But they are sea snakes, but with big faces. You lost me at snake. They're like sea worms, but te- with teeth. Oh. Ah. They're like ah. sea rainbows, but also with teeth. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs>